Hello, everyone. My name is Chase Beatty, and this is my podcast, Principle of Polarity. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today's podcast is going to be on communication. And as usual, I'm going to start this podcast off with a quote. Wise men speak because they have something to say. Fools speak because they have to say something. And that's a quote by Plato. Communication is yet another important piece to this puzzle that we call life. Um, without communication, without proper communication, we'd be able to fail to accomplish anything in various stations in our life, um, with relationships, with within teams, when trying to complete projects or accomplish anything basically where you have to depend or work with other people. If you don't have proper communication, then anything that you try to do will not be completed till it's full till it's fullness. So there's a difference between communication and effective communication. So when you communicate with somebody you want it to try you want to try to make it effective communication because if you just communicate sometimes ideas may be lost or you may not be clear you may not be thorough you know you may not see out of eye with the other person the mission kind of gets lost in the communication because it wasn't effective but when you communicate effectively then everybody on the team knows what the mission is everybody on the team knows what their job is everybody on the team knows what they have to do and if they have to figure out how to go about doing it they can do that but at least they know what they have to do and everybody is on board with the mission everybody is on track with what they have to do and everybody's working towards the same goal towards the same mission um that's what effective communication allows um and throughout this podcast we're gonna identify what effective communication is the benefits of effective communication and how some steps that we can utilize to practice more effective communication. So without effective communication, nothing can be accomplished. I mean, absolutely nothing. So that goes for relationships, that goes for um, work, that goes for even when you're talking with the kids, you know, if you're not clear and concise about, you know, what you want them to do, how you want them to do it, you know, it could get lost in translation. They can misunderstand and they could do something that was not specified in your instructions. And then they haven't accomplished the task where y'all are getting frustrated with each other. It's just unnecessary. So we need to practice effective communication over just communicating. And a big part of communication is listening um, on both sides. You know, when you're talking, you need to listen because when you listen you're you can comprehend if the person understands what you're saying you can see if there's anything missing if you communicate in your idea thoroughly if you need to say something a different way like a lot of us like to talk but a lot of us don't like to listen and listen means you know being quiet without interruption giving the person their opportunity to talk being engaged in what they're saying not zoning out and then letting them talk until they complete their idea or their train of thought and then you continue with your train of thought or your idea 
um, that's effective communication. You know, both people listening to what each other has to say, communi communicating concise, clear information to one another in a manner that leaves no room for ambiguity or misunderstanding. And again, you know, this works in every station in life. So in the military, you know, in the workforce and relationships, I'm talking about everything, like any situation that you could think of where you work in a team or that you'll depend on somebody else. This is true. This stands true. Effective communication is defined as the ability to convey information to another effectively and efficiently. So if you're not if you're not accomplishing those two tasks, effective and efficient communication, then you're not communicating efficiently. You know, you're just talking the talk. Um, and this can basically be summed up like how you talk with your homeboys or your friends, like when you're having a good time, you know, when you're just out at the bar, drinking, chilling, you know, having fun, you know, you're just talking back and forth, being loud and stuff like that, just having a good time. Um, that might not be effective communication. You might just be joking around and stuff like that because you really don't have an objective to it. You're just out trying to have a good time. Um, you're not trying to build the bridge or anything like that. So, I mean, in, in that aspect, you're communicating and the ideas are being transferred to one another. But it's more like in a joking, relaxed sense. Um, when I talk about effective communication, I talk about when you're trying to accomplish or achieve something. Like if you're in a relationship, you're having a rough time period and in the relationship, a rough time frame and things just can't go right or aren't going right. You're not seeing eye to eye with your spouse. Things just aren't right. It may be that the communication in the relationship is not effective. Um, likewise, if you're in the business world or you're in the military or whatever occupation, medical field, if you know, you're in charge of other people or you're a subordinate and you have to report up to somebody, uh, a supervisor, and for some reason or the other, you know, what you're trying to communicate doesn't necessarily always, you know, come out the right way or people don't see and understand what you're talking about and stuff like that. You might not be communicating effectively. So the five C's of effective communication are clear, concise, courteous, consistent, and compelling. We wanna have those five aspects included in our communication in order for it to be effective communication. So what do we mean by clear communication? Communication, I'm sorry. Clear communication always has a clear purpose. So when you talk to somebody, like the reason for this conversation should be obvious. It should be clear. Like I'm here to accomplish this, or we need to talk about this. It shouldn't be ambiguous up in the air like 50 50 like we don't know what we're talking about or it comes about later in the conversation if you're having a conversation with somebody it should be purposeful and it should be clear like i am here for this concise use as few words as possible to give the necessary information you don't have to go on the dissertation like you don't have to just go on and on and on talking about nothing and this is something that i kind of suffer with because I just like to talk to people and and talk and exchange information and stuff like that. So sometimes when I talk, it's not always the most concise that it should be or that it needs to be. But being concise in your communication is very important because 
when you use a lot of words when you start talking further and deeper into something and giving details that might not even matter or that just further complicate what your mission is you take away from the clarity that we discussed the first part of what you're trying to say so if you're not concise in what you're trying to say or what you're trying to communicate then that lack of conciseness will now affect the clarity of what you're trying to say so if you're clear with what you're trying to say you just come up front we know why we're here we know why we're communicating you stay there at the beginning you're concise like hey this is all the facts as they relate to a or b like the mission that we're trying to accomplish this is what i came here to say and let's get it done number three courteous that is be polite in a way that shows consideration of others and or good manners there's a a way we call this tactfulness um in the military um there's a way that you can say things um and if you come off a certain different way people People can read energies, people can read body languages, the way that you say things. And, and especially when you talk to somebody from a different country that speaks a different language, sometimes things can get lost in translation, you know, especially if English is the first language. So um, being courteous or tactful is just how you say things, how your body language comes off as, the eye contact you make, like, like, are you aggressive? Are you relaxed? Are you chill? You know, just think of the other person. How would how would you like somebody to talk to you? You know, and oftentimes when I was in the leader, I was in the Marine Corps, you know, leadership sometimes didn't come off courteous. And I mean, at the time and place that we were having the communication, having the discussion, it may not have been the appropriate time to be courteous. I, I don't know. Um, the Marine Corps is a different beast in and of itself, but I mean, here in the civilian world, there's no need for us to be just overtly mean or, you know, not courteous for any other reason, you know, um, if you're having a bad day, if, you know, something's affecting you, if you're just not in the right state of mind, then you need to realize that that's the part of knowing yourself and knowing who you are. Um, being courteous is something that should come natural, you know what I'm saying? Or if it's not something that could, that comes natural to you, it's something that you should work on because everybody, it's an end in the military, you know? And I, and I had to learn that because sometimes I would talk to people like I was talked to in the military. Like, hey, this is what we have to accomplish. We don't have time to be nice, get this done, you know? Because I'm just trying to communicate a message and get the mission rolling and completed. But, um, you know, there's no reason not to be courteous, you know, especially if you're communicating somebody, communicating something to somebody and you're trying to convey information that you want them to receive to to completion. Like you not being courteous might create a wall because of their ego or various other factors. It may create a wall that inhibits that ability for them to obtain that information or receive it to its intent, its purpose. Number four is consistent. Able to maintain a particular standard or repeat particular activity or artifact with minimal variation. Let me stay in on topic. Like you don't want to be like, this is what we're here to do. We're here to build a bridge. And then you start talking about like, hey, my favorite food is this, or, you know, you just all over the place, be consistent. 
you know be this is try to move in a linear passion or a logical progression something that the audience can follow along with um you don't want to be jumping from a to b to c to d to e you know you don't want to be doing all of that you want to stay on topic you want to stay consistent and you want to get your message across in the most reasonable and effective way and then number five is compelling we want our listeners to be attracted to the message and encourage strong interest and and attention in what your we're tasks saying. Your tasks are meditate, journal, workout. There's my information reminder. So those are the five C's of effective communication: clear, concise, courteous, consistent, and compelling. And for these lists that we're about to go through, if you listen to my podcast on Anchor. I'm going to attach these as well as the references uh, to these resources in my show notes. Um, as usual, you know, for the for most of the list that I give, I attach them in the show notes as well as their um, references. So what are the benefits of effective communication? Well, it builds trust. If a person feels like you're being authentic, if a person feels like you're being clear, if your first person feels like you're being open and honest, that builds trust because when people people have confidence in things they understand, you know, things they don't understand, they don't necessarily have confidence in. So you want to build that trust with your audience. You want to build that trust with your team that you know what you're talking about. And then if they have any questions, they can come to you because that's the important part of communication as well. The fact that, hey, if you don't understand something or if you need more clarity, you can come to me and I can give that to you. That's building trust. That That's what I would look for in a leader. Because if you convey a message and, you know, hey, I don't understand this one part over here. Can I come to you on the side and get that information? If the answer is yes, you know, then series and, and times and training and mission after mission after mission, that trust will be built. And then your team will at some point or another just go and do what you need them to do, you know, because they'll trust you. They have trust in the process. Number two, preventing or resolving problems. Effective communication can head off problems before they even become problems. Um, Again, using a good one, like in relationships. If you have an issue with A, you know, and it's been going on for a little bit of time, you can talk about it before it becomes a major issue or something that could cause you to to break up or or something like that, you know. You can can cut it off before it, it, gains enough momentum to you know spiral out of into something chaotic that you now feel like is bigger than the relationship or bigger than the both of you um also in the workforce if you if you see something if you like you're in the early stages of a mission or a planning process or or whatever and you see something that could be an issue you know speak up you know communicate effectively Practice your five C's and, and get that communicate that information to the right people so that you can prevent a problem before it even becomes a problem. You see? And again, that builds trust. Number three, providing clarity and direction. Again, clarity is a part of the five C's that we discussed earlier and direction. When there's clarity, people understand where they need to go, what they need to do. What's my job? What's my mission in this whole thing? And then they get it done. Uh, effective communication can be a big aspect or a big component of the time frame of a mission. If you communicate, if you communicate effectively, and you have you know a time constraint on the mission, 
then you want people to know what their mission is, to know what direction they need to go in with as few hiccups as possible so that you can achieve that goal or that mission in the desired time frame. And effective communication provides that. Clarity provides that. Number four, it creates better relationships. Again, it builds on the trust. When you effect, communicate effectively, it just strengthens the bond between the teammates involved. And that's on a project or in a relationship. A lot of relationships have issues and hiccups um, around a lot of other things, yes. But what it could really come back to if we look at some of the relationships, I'm not saying all, but some, is effective communication. They may have communicated, but because of past traumas or fear, or many other reasons they didn't communicate effectively. Maybe not knowing how to do, not knowing how to effectively communicate with one another. So effective communi communication. I'm sorry, I'm so tongue twisted this morning. Effective communication can create better and long-lasting relationships. Number five, it increases engagement. People want to talk with you when they know what you're talking about. When they know you have information. When they trust you. When they know you can affect. Uh, communicate effectively they're gonna want to engage with you and that when you're courteous you know because nobody wants to talk to that guy that's knowledgeable that's smart but he's a hoe you know what i'm saying they want to communicate with somebody that's likable approachable knowledgeable all of those things so those are the things that you want to try to be when you're having communication with somebody else basically be the person that you would want uh, that you would want a leader to be to you it improves productivity. Again, this goes back to the time frame or, or the teamwork setting. You know, if you have a common goal, a mission, and everybody knows what they're doing, everybody knows what the mission is, it's clear, it's up front, the information was concise, it wasn't three or four hours long, and everybody was able to gather the information, and obtain the information, store the information in a meaningful way, that improves productivity. Um, just communication on its face or in and of itself doesn't work it has to be effective communication to get your mission your goal your team on the same page your mission accomplished and your goal everybody working towards the same goal and number seven promotes team building again that goes on about what we were talking about you know it's team an effective team boils down to the relationship you know at the end of the day that's what it's all about is the relationship and the way that you gain that relationship or forge that relationship is being through mission after mission or training evolution after training evolution or whatever, but being working together, trusting that each person does their part and knows how to do their job. Um, if you're a leader, giving the information out in a concise way that your men can feel like they could trust you or that you know what you're talking about and know what you're doing and they can come to you if they need help or come to you if they don't understand something to seek clarity um and likewise as a subordinate you get the information you do your job people can depend on you to do your job be where you need to be at be when you're supposed to be there you know th those are the aspects of team building and i mean there's many others and we can talk about that in a later podcast but again like a romantic relationship whenever you're in a partnership you know it comes down to communication effective communication um a lot of teams break up because of lack of communication um both romantic business sports i mean if you look at 
best football teams, if you look at the best basketball teams, I mean, any sports team that is like, you know, big or bigger, communication is definitely one of the key components of that team and why they're so good. So what are some tips for better communication? I know that we've talked about communication. We've talked about the five C's of communication. We've also talked about the positive effects of effective communication. So what are some tips that we can, you know, utilize on a daily basis that can help us communicate better? Um, there was a list of about 17. I narrowed it down to a list of six. Again, in the show notes, I am. Um, I'm going to use these references or I'm going to include these references as well as these lists. So if you follow me on Anchor, they will be there um, on Spotify. They don't really have any room for show notes. So I apologize, but it's up on Anchor if you want it. Um, so some tips for better communication. Speak clearly without rushing. There's no need to go fast. You know, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. So if you have something that you have to say to somebody and it's important, speak clearly so that you can be as precise with the words that you say as possible. Because again, word choice is very important because if you use the wrong words, you might like communicate the wrong meaning basically. So um, be precise with your words and you can, you can get that clarity by speaking slowly and without rushing, by having your thoughts gathered, not being nervous, and being centrally focused on the task and the, the mission at hand. Number two, choose your words carefully. We just talked about that. The words that you use are important. You know what I'm saying? They're very important. Um, words are words for a reason. You know, if, if it wasn't made to convey that certain type of definition or to promote that certain type of thought process to the person, it wouldn't exist. Um, so be sure that you choose the appropriate word for the appropriate setting and the appropriate audience and, and to communicate your information in an appropriate and effective way. All right. Disagree respectfully. Like if you're having a communication between two other people, you don't have to agree with everything that they say. You know what I'm saying? You don't, they don't even have to like you really. If you're having a communication with somebody you don't like, you know, they don't have to like you. And that may not be the end of the time. Like that may not be the conclusion of y'all's communication. Maybe they may not like you, but as long as you understand where they're coming from, they understand what you're coming from. That's fine. And that's effective communication. And you can disagree with them respectfully. Um, it's not the end of the world, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't agree with you respectfully. I mean, I think this is that. And, you know, you talk around it and stuff like that. And you can even disagree with people you like and stuff like that. Disagreeing is a part of communication because everybody's not going to be right all the time. Everybody's not going to see eye to eye. There may be some confusion that you need to get on the same page with. So, I mean, disagreeing respectfully is a part of communication. So don't be afraid to disagree and speak up for yourself. Ask questions. Asking questions shows that you're engaged, shows that you're listening, shows that you're thinking through what the person is saying. So like if the person is telling you how to build a bridge and you're unsure about one part or one part isn't clear, they haven't been very clear clear or practice clarity on that aspect of what they're saying, then ask a question, you know, um, you said this is this what you mean or did you mean that you know because clarity will help with the mission overall you know it'll improve the productivity and it'll improve the direction 
that people are taking or trying to take and then to make sure that the team is on the same page make eye contact um making eye contact is very important there's a lot that your body language says um i believe they said 80 percent of communication is non-verbal i believe that's correct i'll, I'll look it up 80 percent of communication is non-verbal so the way that we stand the way that we you know the undulations in our voice you know how excited we seem to be how reserved we seem to be how like body language plays a lot into it and um making eye contact is a very big part of body language that can communicate interest that can communicate you know the transference of information acknowledging basically you know what's being said and that it's being received um and that either you disagree or agree that can be seen in the eyes too or in the body language overall because body language is very important when it comes to communication and the last one is acknowledging it affirm basically this means like when you're talking with somebody and you see them like mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm, yeah like that shows that you're listening that you're intrigued you understand what they're saying you're along for the ride you know they're not going down this path by themselves and that effective communication is taking place and that you're letting them talk you're letting them have their peace but at the same time you're listening you're not zoning out or or texting on your phone or or whatever which is something that i'm definitely responsible for um and i feel bad now that i think about it because there have been times when people have tried to communicate to me and i've been you know down on my phone just trying to pass time that's not being a good listener you know that's not practicing effective communication because you may think that we hear people and we may think that you know we're conceptualizing what they're saying and and gathering all the information and details around the topics but like i talked about in the last podcast i believe you know people are horrible multitaskers like we cannot multitask we think we can but the brain cannot effectively focus on two important tasks at the same time we just can't divide our attention like that so um when it comes to communication we don't need to have any distractions like we don't need to be looking at our phone or trying to do this or trying to do that i mean take notes if you have to if it's that type of setting but we can't just have our attention focused on something that doesn't have anything to do with what we're doing you know we need to be engaged we need to be present you know we talk about being present this is another time that we need to be present we need to be obtaining the information that the communicator is trying to convey because if it wasn't important or we didn't need to be there you know why are we there now what's the point of this current moment you know if and if it's not important then okay do what you got to do i mean it's your life i'm not telling you how to live it i'm only giving you little tips and tricks to the pieces of this puzzle but if it is important if you do need to be there for a reason like school lectures um a briefing anything like that like it's important that you be engaged as the communicator and as the listener because effective communication is both listening and communicating so that both parties understand the message that's trying to be conveyed That's all I have for you today. Make sure you visit my website, ycin.org. That's yourtimeisnow.org. My YouTube channel, which you can find simply by typing in my name, Chase Beatty. That's C-H-A-S-E-B-E-A-T-T-Y. 
and my motivational Instagram page. You can find that at ALB Chase. That's A-L-B-C-H-A-S-E. Please like, subscribe, and follow. And as you go throughout your day, ask yourself, why not me? Why not now?